Once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Munn speaking. Our program here called A Fisherman's Five-Minute Look at the Book. From the banks of banks of the Bonsacour River, the southernmost part of the state of Alabama here. From the offices and studios of Fishers of Men Ministries International, the mission arm of the Fisherman Baptist Church right here in Bonsacour. We say welcome aboard. God bless you for being there. I thought this week have come, oh, it's come from the book of Acts, Acts chapter 9. We have a fellow here whose conscience is bothering him. His name is Saul. Oh, he's persecuted God's children. Those who follow Jesus Christ, those who profess faith in Jesus Christ, those who call themselves Christians, he was trying to eradicate this. He's on the way to Damascus. He has him a whole handful of warrants. Boy, he's going to put some Christians in prison. He's going to compel some of them to blaspheme. He's going to have some of them uh, committed to death. And here the Lord backhands him, knocks him off his donkey, puts his head in the sand and says something like this, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. And then the statement, It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. What is that? He said, It's hard for thee to kick against the pricks. His conscience was stabbing him. There, the stoning of Stephen, oh, a great man of God. He watched Stephen as he died. He watched him as they throwed stone upon stone. And finally, one guy with the last big rock just bust his skull. He watches Stephen's face, and it looks as if Stephen had the face of an angel. And he dies gracefully, my friend. And he can't get over that. And Stephen's clothes are laid at his feet. And he becomes under conviction, and he watches these other Christians, these other believers, as they're severely persecuted, and others die and committed into prison. He watches as they take this persecution gracefully. And he Jesus said, it's hard for thee to kick against the pricks. He was under conviction. Under conviction. Have you ever been there? I've said this week, you can either live under conviction or you can live under comfort. I want the comfort. Amen. I want to live under comfort. I want to be able to go to bed at night and know everything is right. My sins are under the blood Friend, things are right between me and God. Well, I can go to sleep, not flip and flop all night long and have nightmares and just wonder, I've done wrong, I've done wrong, I've done wrong. My conscience just stabbing and stabbing me. I don't want to live that way. I want to live under comfort. Hey, I, by the way, I recommend that. Oh, some people, oh, we think about mental problems. A lot of the problems comes from just Holy Spirit conviction. Just what produces conviction? We've seen this week. It's the work of the Holy Spirit. It says in John chapter 16, he's going to reprove of sin and righteousness and judgment, even though he's called the comforter. All right, what does the Holy Spirit use? We've seen yesterday, James chapter 2, Holy Spirit uses the word of God. We think about what part of us is affected. We think about conviction. My friend, it's the old conscience. Remember in John chapter 8 and verse 9, there's some old wicked rulers, uh, religious rulers. They grab a woman right in the very act of adultery, drag her in and throw her right in front of Jesus and said, what are we supposed to do? Tell us as far as the law is concerned. Tell us what are we supposed to do? Jesus did something. Of course, he spoke there to them. He says, anyone there without sin, throw the stone, throw the rock. Uh, Nobody would do that. Then he bent over and wrote on the ground. Now, I don't know what it was, but whatever he wrote was the word of God. Did you listen? Whatever he wrote was his word. And it says, says, uh, what he wrote on the ground, 
It says these people became convicted by their own conscience. He might have wrote on the ground something that identified them with this woman that was caught in adultery. So it was the conscience. What's part of, what part is affected? The conscience. See, the laws of God are written in our heart. Romans chapter 2, verse 15. You know, the works of the law written in the heart, conscience bearing witness, you know. See, when you sin against your conscience, it hurts. Conscience keeps more people awake, my friend, than coffee. In fact, the best tranquilizer is a good conscience. Oh, we think about what, what sin is. Sin is the opiate that lulls the conscience to sleep. And the fruit of wicked living is to have no conscience at all. I'm glad I've got a conscience that's well alive. And I'm glad I can go to bed at night, get up in the morning, live during the day. I can live under comfort, not under conviction. That guilty feeling. I want to live under comfort, not under conviction. Until tomorrow, Fisher Munn saying goodbye.